Hello and welcome to episode number two of the Fitness Business Life podcast. I am here today again with my co-host Steve O'Clark. How's it going? And today we are going to be talking about anxiety and different forms of it. Now, this is the Fitness Business Life podcast and the thing, the reason why we're kind of starting with anxiety um, is because we can experience it in fitness, business and life. And that's largely what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we're going to be talking about our own experiences, uh, you know, Myself coming from sporting anxiety, um, I come from a, a boxing background, amateur boxing, and a lot of fighters would uh, experience this, you know, because um, first of all, I should sort of say what anxiety is. <clears throat> so the thing is, is that most people kind of, you know, get confused between um, fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh People kind of, you know, get mixed up with the two. And the thing is, is that anxiety is fear of fear itself, right? So the it's anticipation of future pain Okay. when people experience this. And the thing is, especially for fighters, is quite often your anticipation of future pain is like it's legit it's literal (laughs) it's literal (laughs) you know what i mean and you know it we we question whether it's rational or whether it's you know completely irrational um in those cases i suppose it it largely depends now we're going to talk today about um let's say we'll start with you know fitness in general right so um if you haven't listened to episode number one go back and listen to it and You'll, you'll see, you know, sort of where we're coming from uh, on the Fitness Business Live podcast. Uh, Steve-O told a bit about his story, you know, about how he got into fitness and how he became a coach. And I suppose we should kind of, you know, start with that because what we find is, um, you know, working in the gym environment, I, I coach other fitness professionals. Um, Steve-O, you're, you're coaching a lot of our clients on the gym floor. Mm-hmm is that, you know, anxiousness affects a lot of people. I, th- I think it affects more people than you'd probably realize that it does. Mm. Um, and even to, to many different degrees. Like, I, yeah. w- I wouldn't consider myself an ac- anxious person on a day-to-day basis. Um, but definitely, like you were saying, whenever I started to lose weight and started to go to the gym I was very anxious about you know how I looked and how other people were yep. perceiving me coming into a gym and stuff like that so it can be intimidating yeah <clears throat> um and that's that's one of the things that one of the main things that I try and do uh for every client doesn't matter if they're an anxious person or not is to try and make them feel comfortable mm. and try and make sure that that hour or however long the session is going to last is the most enjoyable yeah uh hour of their day yeah um so it it i don't have to go into that kind of depth with the person one-on-one mm. about how anxious they may be um just knowing that i'm kind of putting them at ease in a, a situation that could be uh yeah. fueled by anxiety for them yeah yeah so i suppose um you know 
people can experience different forms of anxiety. You know, we've got actual physical anxiety where people, you know, come short of breathing mm -hmm. and, you know, all this, and it affects people in different ways. Purely just emotional anxiety, mm -hmm. um, sporting anxiety, entrepreneurial anxiety, um, because like what we were sort of talking about, you know, in the first episode is that there's going to be entrepreneurs listening to this here. There's going to be a lot of people in fitness and in fitness business listening to it. And, uh, the, you know, if you're watching this here on YouTube, you're going to see that we are sitting in my facility. And, uh, again, if you go back and listen to episode number one, where we, where we started, we started in a small loft above a bar and going through that sort of journey, right? You know, you, there, there's no one gets away from it. If you, it doesn't matter if you're at the very top of the industry or, you know, if you're just starting out, you're going to experience entrepreneurial anxiety on the way. And, you know, when I was opening this facility, like I was pulling my hair out most days, you know, you, you, you're, you're again, going back to it, you're conjuring up the worst what if situations that truly you don't really know are going to arise. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the thing is that, again, going back to the difference between fear and anxiety, um, quite often that sort of anxiety, especially entrepreneurial, can be irrational. Whereas like when, when I was, you know, when I was boxing, when I was experiencing it as a fighter, it was probably rational to a certain extent the where you are getting into the ring. And I remember uh, how I used to get anxious every, every time before I fought. I would have had, uh, I would have taken a, like a warm shower, like, you know, an hour and a half. It was kind of like a, a small ritual mm -hmm. that I had. And I remember always standing in the shower and anticipating the worst possible what if situations. You know, what if, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if, you know, I, I, I break my hand? You know, like mm -hmm. just all of these things going through your head that may not ever arise. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that, <clears throat> you know, and I think this goes right across the board, is, you know, as a fighter, and I, and I use this here because I, I can relate to it, as a fighter, you do conjure up these worst possible what-if situations, but then when it actually comes down to it and the bell rings, you don't feel a thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just like any other night of sparring. It, it's, you know, you don't hear anyone outside the ring. You, have, you actually don't really realize that people are watching you. You don't realize you're being judged. And you just approach it. Um, in a very sort of methodical way mm -hmm. and after you know after you've taken action and the fight's over you get out of the ring and it's the most amazing feeling and generally you know even when you lost it's a, it's almost like a sense of relief shit it's over you know mm -hmm. that that sort of feeling of anxiousness is over and you know whether you beat or you win it's kind of enjoyable which mm -hmm. is uh, i suppose you know in a way it's kind of like a People are like, you enjoy getting hit, but it is it is kind of enjoyable. And, <clears throat> you know, re relating that to, you know, business or fitness, quite often people, you know, conjure up these thoughts of, you know, what if, what if, what if. And purely by just going and taking action and getting over, you know, just going and doing the thing that you're putting off leaves you with the feeling on the other side of that of, holy shit, I'm glad, I'm glad I done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, did you find that, um, <clears throat> you know, let's say first day you decided to, you know, walk into the gym, mm -hmm. like what was going through your head and, you know, 
again, we sort of spoke about this in episode number one, the where I can't really relate to that because, you know, a, a, a sort of boxing gym, like I always say to people, is probably, uh, you know, it's one of the most intimidating environments you will ever walk into. Even though every, normally every fighter in there is a really nice, nice people, you know, they're lovely people, but it's a very intimidating environment. Mm-hmm. So I never really, w- once you're taken from an environment like that and going into anywhere else, it's kind of easy. Yeah. So I never really had that sort of anxiousness. Mm-hmm. So like, what was that like for you taking that first step? Uh, the, the main thing that was going through my head, I spoke about it in episode one, was that I wanted to do it because uh, I had a very strong reason why I wanted to do it. Uh, so, like I was saying before, it was I was expecting a baby. I was mm-hmm. expecting a son. And I remember what was going on in my head was, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this um, for this reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, there was anxiety anytime I, you know, lifted my hands above my head, my belly came out the bottom of my, my T-shirt and I was worried about what people were saying or anyone having a laugh in the corner of the gym. I was thinking they're free. They're, you know, they're laughing about me and stuff like that there. Whenever you realize that they're not, mm. you know what I mean? You just kind of get on with it. And the only thing that should be in your head is the reason that you're doing it. Um, and once that's settled and once it's strong enough and it's a good, it needs to genuinely be a good enough reason, mm. I think. Um, the anxiety, kind of like what you say, whenever you finish a fight, mm. it's just gone. And it's almost like a, like a moment of clarity, if you yeah. want to call it that. Yeah. So like whenever you, you were saying you get into the gym and you you kind of don't even know that you're being judged, that you don't mm. know that other people are watching you or stuff like that. Whenever you, you, you go into the gym and you're maybe trying to lose a bit of weight or whatever, you just concentrate on why you're doing it, what you've got to do in that hour or whatever it is that you do, and then... If you really, really just want to, you can just leave. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you're not stuck there. You know what I mean? That that's one of the, the things I try to make the the sessions as a coach now make them more enjoyable mm-hmm. to make people not feel like they want to leave. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah um, I to make to, to make it enjoyable so that uh, they, they can't leave if they want to. They're starting to feel anxious, or at least they just got the job done. But um, to make the experience overall a positive thing rather than something that's constantly negative on their head. Yeah. Because if it, if, it, if it constantly becomes that, you're never going to stick to it, no matter what it is, if it's boxing, if it's the gym, if it's going out for a run in the park, if it's whatever. Mm. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So I suppose, like, so far, two of the, you know, the biggest takeaways, and that's, that's, a, that's actually a really good one. I always just kind of say to people, you know, just, just take action. Just... Um, like you know uh my mentor craig valentine has this saying where he's like action beats anxiety just take action just take action mm-hmm. and you know you're, you're right there because sometimes people might not necessarily know why they're taking action so mm-hmm. it kind of holds them back that mm-hmm. we touch yeah. so I, I suppose like you know find out why you're doing it and then take action on it and that's going to get you over whatever the problem is yeah yeah, I mean, I remember a conversation we had before where you would look out the window from the bar and mm. look at this building yeah. and say, I want to open a gym in that building. Yeah. And without a doubt, that's got to be somewhere in the back of your head yeah. through the years leading up to where we are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah Do you know what sure. I mean? So, you know, the, the reason is there. The reason that you want to, you know, like if, if you're talking about fitness business or getting people, you know, getting in front of a camera and talking to mm 
to clients or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know approaching people you know on the gym floor and talking to them becoming an approachable person mm. yeah you know, it, takes, it takes a bit of work but you've got to you've got to do that if, if that's in the back of your head that you want to get to a certain place mm. you got to do all those wee steps in the middle to, to get there a hundred percent a hundred percent and i suppose you know um I, I i've been doing video now for a while and i i used to get <clears throat> like super anxious about doing that mm. you know what is the person on the other side of this video going to think you know we we are probably like we put this podcast off a few times now mm-hmm. um and like episode one was very much you know ready fire aim we just kind of you know l- l- let's go and do this here and <clears throat> again you know going back to it it's probably because now we have a you know a legitimate reason why we want to get this out there because we know a lot of people ca- can uh you know benefit mm-hmm. from the message that that we're putting out there and yeah i love that there actually um so again if you're watching this here on youtube uh and we spoke about it in episode one the very building that we're sitting in now um the bar where i first opened up our sort of first gym is directly across the road from us and yeah a decade ago uh, i sat in it and looked at this very building and said that you know one day i wanted to open up a gym in there um i wanted to open up an academy I didn't know exactly where it was going to lead to, you know, the whole, like, uh, this was over a decade ago now, so I didn't know all of the steps that were going to get me to that final outcome. And there has been periods along the way where I've just been like, Jesus, you know, this is this is hard work, you know, it, you, you feel like quitting, you feel like just saying, is it all worth it? And I can, you know, genuinely say, like, you know, being, again, going back to my sporting background, there are times as a fighter, you sit down and you question, you know, is it all worth it? You know, why am I doing this here? And, like, I generally, like, the hard times and all, I don't regret the losses as a fighter. I don't regret any of it because um, along, you know, all, along the way, uh, a great friend of mine says that, uh, you know, you don't know exactly where you're going, but if you if you look back, and he kind of relates it to you know you know in the old you know in the olden days where they didn't have electricity they kind of used to light up like a wee lantern mm-hmm. as you're uh, you know in the streets to light yeah. up the streets yeah. at night. He re- he always relates it to that. He says that you don't know where you're going, but if you look back, you know where you've been, mm-hmm. and you and you're able to then connect the dots along the way. Mm-hmm. And I I guess you know having the sort of experiences that we've had over the last load of years now. I'm just kind of connecting to that. So I don't really know again where this is going to lead. I'm not as anxious about it as I was on the journey because I now have that experience behind me and I'm like, right, okay, you know, whatever whatever things, you know, whatever challenges and things arise in the future, I'm, I'm in a pretty comfortable position mm-hmm. that I can now deal with it, you know, head on. And I've got a clear reason why, like you said. And, you know, I'm able just to say, you know, having that experience, let's just go and take action on this thing. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think as well because because you've been doing it for a long time it's you know some people might be listening and uh, thinking well that's all right for you to say you yeah. know like you you've got this demo or you've been doing these videos or whatever but I mean how many people are scrolling through your social media feed to your very first yeah uh, video yeah where yeah. it's not so great you nah. know what I mean or have seen the the three videos that you deleted before yeah. you, you actually posted that one and stuff like yeah. so it's you know uh it, it like a lot of people just need to kind of think you know the steps need to be taken and they're going to be rough mm. but they'll get easier as they go you're, you're gonna it's you're still going to be taking the same sorts of steps yeah 
uh, it's going to be rough at the start, but you've got to just keep going and going and going. It's kind of like anything, you know, practicing, like mm. riding a bike or whatever. You, you're going to fall off it a couple of times. You're going to jump back on and keep going. People see, people see the, the the highlight reel. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, I remember your, your sort of transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, stable here, like how much weight did you lose? Six stone, something like that. It's like people seen... You know the before how you were in your red check shirt, yeah, and then they seen you after all spray tanned up and the leanest you've yeah. ever been, and they were like, yeah, you know what, it's sorry right for that dude, like it's okay yeah. for him, but they didn't actually see the the sort of steps along the way. Mm-hmm. They didn't see them lanterns light up along the yeah. way. They didn't see you struggling to light up each one yeah. along the way. Um, so yeah, again, it's it's never it's far from easy the whole way. But you're right, you know. If you were to go and do that again, having the information that you've got now, yeah, you know, it would, it would be a hell of a lot easier because yeah. I've, I've been there already and stuff. And it, especially on the social media thing, where people do see all these these people, you know, who are doing great things, be it in fitness or whatever. You know, like, geez, I wish I could just be like that person. Yeah. But that person has been through what you're trying to get yourself through. Yeah, they've just come out the other side of it a couple more times than you have they, at the minute. They've just taken action. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, Stevo, um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about sort of you know emotional anxiety a wee bit mm-hmm. because you know we we have uh, we have quite a few you know clients of ours now mm-hmm. um, that come into the gym and actually do suffer you know from that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I don't like it's not something that we've ever really you know suffered from um so like in terms of you know helping someone like this here or let's say there's a listener um on here and they sort of need help with that there like what would your what would your sort of go to be there you know would it be like meditation like breathing reading yeah um i mean i think for most people, whether you're an anxious person or not, meditation is probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Do you know I mean, it's, it's probably not going to do you any harm. And if it doesn't do you any harm, then I suppose the only thing that leaves is the potential for it to do some good. Mm-hmm. Um, if it doesn't change anything, then you're in the exact same position you're in at the minute. Um, so I think meditation is a good thing, even if it just relaxes you to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would use... Uh, headspace app yeah at night time honestly i hear about two minutes of it of what 45 minutes uh worth and within two minutes i'm asleep but it's 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 enough to make me go to sleep and you know there are people who would sit and relax for 10 minutes i know that you used to do it in the morning (coughs) where you would play the headspace app in your car before coming in and starting your day's work yeah and it kind of just gets you into a, a bit more of a, a peaceful mindset instead of being constantly rushing or constantly on the go, yeah. especially from such early hours in the morning when you're running a gym. Mm. You're here from, what, half five in the morning? Yeah. Sometimes right through to, you know, 10 o'clock in the evening before you're Yeah, well, you do that now. Yeah, I do that now. I got that short straw. But uh, in terms of breathing as well, like the only experience that I would have whenever I start feeling a wee bit fearful of things or a bit nervous of things uh i've learned it very well from singing mm. um uh, breathing techniques and i used to do a bit of acting and stuff so i have a, a degree in uh acting and drama um and breathing's a big part of that and you can imagine the two of those yeah. can be very 
uh, nervous situations to be in. Yeah. Uh, to remember lines, to remember words of songs, to yeah. even perform in front of people. Yeah, it, it's kind of like, you know, it, it, I, I would relate that there to, you know, getting into a ring and fighting mm-hmm. as yeah. well, you know, mm-hmm. because you're, you have people watching you, judging you, mm-hmm. you know, and you probably conjure up the worst possible what if scenarios in your head. Yeah. What if I fall? Mm-hmm. What if I, you know, what if I fuck up a line? What if I do this? What yeah. if I, and, you know, it's yeah. probably the same. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing that I've really noticed in a, in a physical sense is your breathing starts to come from up into your chest. Mm. And that's that's no good because you're going to be starting to, you know, like shallow breathing and stuff. And when you start shallow breathing, your body isn't probably going to work efficiently. Yeah. Uh, if it's not working efficiently, you're, you know, pumping blood around you at a faster rate than you want to be, especially at a time when you're feeling anxious and nervous. Those two things aren't going to go well yeah. together. So, um breathing deep into the stomach, into the diaphragm, slowing it down. You know, mm. your heart rate is doing one thing because of your nerves or if you want to talk about it in terms of fitness and being in the gym, sometimes people get a bit worked up because they're out of breath. Mm. And one thing I say to them is like, do the opposite of your heart rate. You've just finished 20 burpees. Your heart rate is going through the roof because you've just jumped up and down 20 times. Ignore what your heart's doing and breathe the opposite way. So... Big breathe in, nice slow breath out and stuff. Try and counteract what your heart is doing. Mm. Yeah, because I suppose, like you know, for <clears throat> for the most part, we work with a lot of sort of busy professionals, and they're mm. they're they're constantly in this sort of sympathetic state. You know, they're constantly constantly relying on their nerves to get them through the day. Mm. And you know, we we try our best to get them in this sort of parasympathetic state, to where you know they're kind of. Even though they're coming in and you know they're exerting force and they're expending some energy, we still want them, you know, enjoying the session. But also, this is their time to relax and you know, get away from the stresses of life. Because again, mm-hmm. like we we train a lot of you know uh, high performing professionals as well, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of the time they're coming in and they're stressed as well. Mm-hmm. And I suppose this podcast, in a way, is you know aimed at helping those people too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose yeah, the you know the breathing. Uh, I love that there, and it's diaphragmatic breathing. Don't let the don't let the shoulders raise, and just take your time. Mm-hmm. Even you know pre and post session. Yeah, if you focus on it there, um, which would be a good time to do that. Yeah, and it it doesn't even need to be in a time when you're nervous or uh, anxious, or even when you're out of breath. You know, through uh, exercise, it can it can help relax you just in general. Uh, so we're talking about the headspace app and one of the things that it will talk to you about is your breathing you know you know holding your breath for two seconds exhaling for six seconds breathing in for four seconds and that just kind of calms you down a wee bit better makes you aware Uh, yeah makes you (laughs) makes you aware you're breathing and makes you aware that holy shit my shoulders are up into my ears i'm so tense Yeah, yeah, yeah just the relax the chest and the shoulders down and once you do that like your your body language changes how you feel mm. so once your shoulders drop down you know you start breathing into the stomach a wee bit more you'll feel a bit more relaxed even just in the change of your posture never mind the breathing that you're doing love it love it um so i suppose going back to you know what we what we kind of spoke about at the start because you sort of spoke a wee bit about you know fear mm. right and people do get confused between fear and anxiety, mm-hmm. right? Now, fear 
can be good mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, it's you know even what what fear is is perception of danger, mm-hmm. um, and that's an emotion that comes naturally to us because it's one that has ensured that you know we've stayed on this planet because <laughs> yeah. if we didn't have that perception of fear then we would have got eaten as a species a long long time ago so fear in a way can be a good thing and i suppose you know uh if we're talking about rational anxiety you know as a fighter that's more fear mm-hmm. you, you know I, I would say that that's more of a fear because even though it's anticipation of future pain your anticipation is right. Yeah. You know, at some stage you are going. So I, I suppose there are that small bit of fear is, yeah, that that's completely rational because your senses are going to be heightened. You know, that small bit of nerves is, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I suppose it's putting it in the right context at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, because like you were saying, you were an actor. Um, you know, I would, you know, do like speaking and do videos. And it's in that sort of state where... I would say it's irrational because mm-hmm. even though, you know, let's say you do mess up a line, like what is the worst thing that can possibly happen? Yeah. You know, let, let's say, uh, you know, a, a business decision doesn't go your way. Someone says no, right? That's pretty much it. You know, like if we're talking about real true fear, being chased by a fucking lion through <laughs> The Serengeti is real, true fear. You know, yeah. about to get into uh, a fist fight with with, a, with another person. It's kind of real, true fear. But mm-hmm. when we're talking about you know, fitness, like it's you know, it, it's kind of it's unwarranted. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in that case, I would say you know, just go and take action, and I promise you'll feel better afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, even in business, I, I kind of have to tell myself all the time, look, you've been in far worse situations, dude. Like, this is easy in comparison to the situations you've been in. Just go and take action. And, like, what is the worst thing that can actually happen? Yeah, there's a, there's a specific example whenever I was uh, doing a show that I can think of. And one of the best bits of advice that the director gave me at the time was it was a very serious performance. And I was like, I'm going to mess this line up. I'm going to mess this line up. And everyone's going to laugh at me. And he goes, if they laugh, they're enjoying themselves. So it doesn't. So it doesn't really matter if you make them laugh. Yeah. You know, like all right, it didn't go well, but they're still enjoying themselves. Yeah. And you know what they'll do? They'll go home and they'll talk about it. It's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's entertainment either yeah, way. Either yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Um, and as soon as soon as he said that, it was kind of like, you know what? You're right. You know, all right, they're gonna laugh at me and they giggle. But if you're doing public speaking or whatever, everyone who's sitting there has that same fear. Mm. You know, if they were to get up. And do the talk, they'd be thinking to themselves, what if I say something funny yeah. or if I say the wrong word or whatever? You know, everyone's, you know, afraid of that kind of thing. But it's like you're saying, the, the rational versus irrational, you know, what is the worst thing that is going to happen whenever you mess that line up? People have a wee bit of a giggle and you move on from it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so we're going to leave it here today. Um, and you can look forward to weekly future episodes and we'd love to have some input from you as to who you would like to who you would like the us to interview um on the podcast uh what you would like to hear from future episodes as well um and also if you enjoyed this episode i want you to give us a five star rating and share it with one of your friends good peace out see you later